that I would quit Alright, I promise no more after this My evil Welcome to This Might Be a Podcast. Uh, let's do a little mailbag first. Please excuse my voice. I'm a little under the weather. First, we've got a voicemail from Jonathan Leonard. Uh, you met him on the Museum of Idiots episode, and you'll be hearing him again on an episode pretty shortly. Uh, so he's got a uh, couple things to say about the Fibber Island episode. Hey guys, this is Jonathan again, uh, calling about the Fibber Island episode. A very good episode. Did not know about the, uh, discrepancy with alone and along. Uh, I always thought it was alone. Uh, so now that I'm here at it, it's almost become like the blue and black dress situation, except in audio form. So whichever one I'm thinking of, that's the one that I'm kind of hearing. Uh, also, just an extra note, uh, it's also kind of cool. When they perform it live, typically, uh, they've been extending that goofy ending and then performing, uh, a very obscure, uh, song by the monkeys called Zilch, which, uh, is kind of in a round where they keep building upon the phrase before it until it's just pure gibberish. And the most interesting line in there is, it's usually Dan Miller who says it. Uh, never mind the furthermore, the plea of self-defense, which they, uh, Flansburg liked that line so much, he stuck it into memo to human resources. So, uh, anyways, keep it up, guys. Great show. Bye. Thanks, Jonathan. And if any of you would like to call in with your thoughts, our number is 224-801-2930. And now we've got uh, an email from Ger Samuel who you would have heard on the Mink Car Debate episode. And he has some thoughts about the I'll Be Haunting You episode from last week. And it's a pretty detailed hypothesis about the date 1993, which is mentioned in the song. So I'm just going to go ahead and read this. Uh, here's what Gurr had to say. Was listening to the most recent episode where you and Stanny Weinkoff we're, li we're wondering about the relevance of 1993. I never really thought much about the 1993 reference before, but when hearing you two talk about it, my mind connected the dots to Why Does the Sunshine EP, obviously their first full band release, which came out in 93. So I've now reread the lyrics in a whole new light, and after thinking about it in different ways, I've come to the hypothesis that the song is written from the perspective of the duo era TMBG haunting the full band version. A couple of points of evidence. References to outer space tie in neatly with Apollo 18 and TMBG being the official band of Space Year. 
The Telltale Beating Floor Kicks in the Unreleased Remix. Yes, a Poe reference, but also a reference to the unmistakable sound of programmed drums on their earlier albums, especially the first two. Sounds that obviously we don't hear in their full band albums, mostly, but which Linnell probably still hears in his mind's eye when he's writing. Him being the you of the line, you're the only one who hears the sound, being addressed by past Linnell. Finally, when you look at the lyrics as a whole, talking about how even attempts to vaporize the singer can't stop the addressee looking up, seeing them and being haunted, represents the inability of the band to escape the legacy of the duo era. Many of their fans appear to have one of the first four as their favorite TMBG album. Most of what people consider to be their iconic signature songs are from that era. Flood is still their best-selling album, and the only songs non-fans seem to be familiar with are Birdhouse and Istanbul. So for these reasons, I put it to you that I'll Be Haunting You is about Linnell feeling like the band will never be seen by the wider music-listening audience as having moved past the duo era, and a sad acceptance that when history looks back at TMBG, their legacy is going to be primarily, if not entirely, built around the duo era. Keep up the awesome work. Thanks, Gurr. There's a very, very well thought out interpretation, and uh, I can get behind that, and I dig it. All right, let's get on to the episode. Welcome to This Might Be a Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Simpson. We're here to talk about the greatest band of all time. They might be giants. And I'm here with Ian Rayner to talk about the song I Left My Body off of I Like Fun. What's up, man? Hey, I'm doing all right. How about yourself? <laughs> I am doing quite well, and I'm I'm happy to talk to you. This is a long time coming. Uh, I can't remember when. It's been like a year, probably, since you got on the the spreadsheet, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's when you. Yeah, I think it's a year when you first <laughs> contact me about it, and I just had a bunch of work going on. Yeah, just going back and forth, the scheduling and. Finally, have some time to settle down and get to this. Yeah, so you picked this song like when it was a new song, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pretty much. It's. I, I've been having trouble keeping up with the new albums, and this is one that I picked up. Uh, I would say six months ago, so it was well after its release. By the time I picked it up, and. It's one of the songs that 
It's really weird. Like, I don't particularly like it. There's something about it. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. okay. It sticks out. Whoa, I'm, I'm going to leave people in suspense on that one. Let's first talk about your uh, your your, your <laughs> history with the, with the band, because, man, that, that's a big statement. I'm just going to leave that hanging there yeah. for a minute, because we're, we're skipping part of the uh, introduction portion of the show. Yeah. Uh, so we met in what what year would you reckon that is? I mean, Turntable's been down. Turntable.fm was where we met, and that's been down for like five years at least. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna pull the wiki right now, but I think it was only like operating for a couple years. I think only one year. Only one year. Like can spell it, man. Cause wait, how how old are you now? Cause you're a young fella. Uh, twenty five. Ah, I thought I would have been the youngest one. Yeah, I know. Abby, our, our our resident artist, she's uh she just hit twenty one. Yeah, it launched in May two thousand eleven, and it closed on December of twenty thirteen. Okay, so it was so wait only operable for two years. So wait, twenty eleven. So wait, were you in high school, like senior year of high school? Or were you out of high school when we first met on there? That was my junior year of high school. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, yeah, because I remember, well, I thought it was so cool that I, that someone so young was into They Might Be Giants because, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, I was uh, already, you know, 30. I wasn't, like, hanging out with high schoolers. I didn't know what they're, what are the kids listening to? <laughs> I mean, I teach elementary schoolers, but I don't know. They're, like, they're not on up on the hip music. They listen to whatever their parents have on in the car or, like, the very, very, very most popular things. Um, so it was like, that's where I first heard, that's where I first heard them of the Giants was from my, my dad. He was a big fan. Nice. Uh, from the nineties and it just, so he would play and my first song I remember being a damn Giants song was boss and me because our family would watch, of course. uh, knock on the middle. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and, Watching that show, there's also the show Kablam, where they would have music videos. Yeah. I remember specifically Dr. Worm. Yeah, with like the actual like, little animated worm and like the, the kids running around doing stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't seen that until Kara and I were about to record the Dr. Worm episode. And I'm like, what the hell is this other video? Because I was completely unaware. <laughs> I was completely unaware of that show. I mean, it was a after my time, and I didn't even have cable yeah. growing up. That was, I mean, that was an MTV show, right? Or Nickelodeon, or what was it that? It was Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. It was on Nickelodeon, and the other music video they produced for that show was um, "Why Does the Sunshine." Oh, there's one. Is it an alternate one, or is it one I would have seen? Huh. I'll have to go look at that. I don't know, because I don't think we talked about that on that episode. I don't know. Did we? I don't know. It's all a blur, man. I can't remember what for, for <laughs> recorded so many of these episodes. I'm like, wait, did I talk about that yet? Or did we look at that? It's just like, I mean, they've been my favorite band since, I don't know. I mean, I got into them in 93. And so I've, I already felt like I was a completist. But then, like, I keep finding yeah. these new things. I'm like, Dr. Worm has been, like, my favorite They Might Be Giant song <laughs> for 20 years. And there's a video I hadn't seen for it. Like, how does that happen? 
how do they have so much content? And like, so, so when you were coming into them, was was your dad a completist? Did, was he playing everything, or were there like certain um, albums that he that you heard more than others? He had a one of those big hundred disc CD changers. Hell yeah! In the TV cabinet, connected to the stereo and. One specifically album that I remember listening all the time was Apollo 18. Hell yeah, my favorite. That's the one I specifically remember. Yeah. But I listened to all of them, a bunch of them on my old iPod Classic. And Yeah, the iPod Classic was the best. I don't, I don't keep, like, <laughs> I don't think anyone even keeps music on their phone anymore. But when they got rid of the iPod, I'm like... I'm like, yeah, you can put music on your phone, but then you just jam it all up with with stuff, you know. Like, I liked having that separate yeah. thing in those big iPods. Those could keep a lot of music on them. Yeah, unfortunately, the computer that I connect my iPod Classic to doesn't is, is broken and is nowhere to be found. So, oh no, it's like a time castle of what my music was <laughs> back in high school. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you lose a bunch of uh, music then? It's stuck on there? No, uh, I saw my iBot Classic. It still works. I just can't seek it up, put new music on. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, my iPod uh, just died. I actually bought one. I bought, it was only like four years ago. I think they had, yeah, they had already stopped making iPods, and I, I bought one of the old ones because uh, I had one that died, and then I wanted to buy a new one. I'm like, I don't care they don't make them anymore. I'm going to find one, and I wanted one of the oldest ones just because they have the most storage. So I bought an iPod Classic in, like, you know, 20, 2016 or something, 2015 yeah. or something. <laughs> but then I since killed that. I don't know if I was just uh, too mean to it or if it was already too heavily used. <laughs> so, um, So let's see. When I met you on Turntable, for people that don't know, I mean, I would say it was a pretty niche market for that thing. It was it was basically like a, it was like social media uh, combined with, um, I don't know, like Pandora or something, almost where like you'd go into a room. There were these little avatar DJs. You, yeah. You'd go into mostly they were like genre specific rooms, right? There was like Usually. a big there's a big indie rock room that was super popular, and your little uh, avatars could be just sitting there listening. So you could just go in and just listen to other people pick songs, or you could DJ and take turns like rotating people up there to DJ and yeah. picking songs. And it was it was. It was really fun because you could just sit back and listen and do other stuff, and then like your turn would come up and you'd pick a couple songs, and there was a little chat window, and that was the best part because, like, I mean, all this streaming stuff, like Spotify, you can hook up with Facebook and you can see what your friends are listening yeah. to, but then you'd have to go to some other thing to to talk with them about it. Like, oh, I saw you were listening to this. Whereas turntable, yeah. like you had like a group of people, even if it was only like five to ten people in there, in like one of these turntable rooms, you're like oh I love this song, oh I remember the first time I heard this song, and we all <laughs> just chat and the and the chat window about it, and and um, what was your um I think my screen name on there was was Gregor probably was yours what did you have a yeah it was Gregor yeah what was yours. My, my screen name was OlyFan37. Yeah. Same thing I use for everything. Yeah, right? <laughs> it, 
it's my favorite hockey player. Uh, his ah. number was 37. His nickname was Ole. Okay. And it just stuck. Wait, what was the player's name? Ole. His nickname was Ole. His uh, name was Kolzig. Ah, okay. Like a German guy or something? He was born in South Africa. Oh. But played for the German national team. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. He was the first South African player to play in the NHL. Oh wow! Huh? And you yeah. you play you play hockey? You played hockey? Do you still get to play hockey at all anymore? Uh, there isn't much hockey down where I live now, but I did back home before I moved here. So yeah, where I I have trouble keeping tabs on you these days. Where are you at right now? Currently, I live in Georgia. Georgia, I'm originally from the DC DC area. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so I guess we could. So yeah, so we would talk about the MIP Giants, and you and I would play a lot of the MIP Giants in yes. whatever room we would go in. This room called Connect the Songs. It was uh, Connect the Songs. Connect the Songs. Where <laughs> this is, sounds <laughs> so incredibly dorky to be talking about this, and you were a high schooler, so I think you have some leeway there. But I was like thirty, and but it was like a nice yeah. like Saturday morning thing, or like Friday night, and wife's gone to bed already. Uh, just chatted up with other music nerds and 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 spin some yeah. spin some tunes, but like <laughs> connect the songs. The so it wasn't genre specific, which made it fun. There's a whole yeah. wide range of stuff, but you'd connect. Uh, uh, so like, if someone played "I Left My Body," you could play any song that had the word "left" in it, or "my," yes. or "body." Like I think technically we'd say you could connect with the, with the word "I," but we felt that was like a weak connect, right? Like it had yeah, like it people wanted it to be like three letters at least or whatever. <laughs> so I guess "my" would be a weak connect the, as well. But the full word had to be three letters. Yeah, yeah, I think that was it. They actually made rules where you couldn't connect just the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the would be way too easy and lame. So people would find funny yeah. <laughs> ways. Oh, and you could connect parts of words, right? So if it was yeah, and you, yeah, right. You can connect words, and you can connect like a part of the band to the title of the next. Ah, yeah, the band. Yeah, yeah. So giants, like yeah. you could. Like they might be giants could go into uh, what is it? We looked like giants. It was like a Death Cab song, I think. Uh, stuff like yes. that. It was fun, yeah, because the the genres would go all over the place, and everyone was very friendly in that room. There were some other turntable rooms where people were a little pompous, which is hilarious for people to be pretentious in this like <laughs> website where you've got like this little cartoon avatar playing a song. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I th- I feel like. Join Us was the newest album when we first met, because I remember we, for some reason, I remember us spinning tunes off that album quite a bit. Like, Yes, that was actually the first album I bought in my lifetime that wasn't from a family member, so yeah. that holds a special place Yeah, for me. Yeah, that's a great album. So, uh, I can't remember, did you pick multiple songs on the spreadsheet? Did you pick anything off that album? Seems like you should have picked some um, off there. The other song I picked was um, "Lucky Ball and Chain." 
Ah, yes. I believe. Yeah. 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 So when you were picking, so l- let's let's get down to brass tacks here. You you picked a song that you're not that <laughs> crazy about. Uh, why did you pick "I Left My Body"? I I really don't know why I picked it. It's just one of the songs that kind of just sticks out. <laughs> yeah, you're you're stuck with it. You're stuck with it now, man. I'm stuck with it. <laughs> I like. So I like fun. Yes. Uh, came out in January, and this song. Uh, they debuted it in October twenty second, two thousand seventeen, and then the album yes. came out uh, January of two thousand eighteen. Uh, so this it, it was a pretty big one. Now, now, so they led with this song. They felt the the band thinks that this is a strong song. Why do you feel like this is not uh, the strongest song on this record? Then, what what uh, what about it? What explain yourself, young man? <laughs> i don't know i think the biggest thing i have to with it is the opening where when it just starts screaming at you <laughs> at the very beginning uh, <laughs> yeah. what's it, what's wrong with linnell screaming at you nothing's wrong but it's on my nerves like <laughs> but at the same time i don't think it doesn't feel that it would be the same song without it like it it kind of sets up the song. Yeah, this song really blasts like, out of the gate. Like it, like they, it they, does. they tend to kind of rev up into the big parts, but this one's just like, boom, right off the downbeat. It's just right, yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, w- well, what do you think of the album as a whole? I like fun. It, it, it's all right. Um, I'm still kind of getting used to like the new era of the Mappy Giants because I've basically basked myself so much in like the old stuff. Yeah. Um, well, like you like join us, and I think you know join us came out in yeah. 2012, right? Now, but I think, so I mean that was seven years ago. But I think most people would consider 2011. that 2011. I think most people would still consider that like the new, the modern era of the band, right? Yeah. Yeah. It just uh, I just don't get a lot. It doesn't just get a lot of play as older. Sure. Are you when older? You're 90s. talking about like '90s stuff, '80s and '90s. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, I'm just gonna pick the hit off the new album because at the time you picked, this was the mm-hmm. newest album. Yes, it was. I see. I see your your tricks, your your tricks well, here. <laughs> uh, I I want to see if you like this. I'm gonna send you a link here. And this is, so I was looking for covers, and this is not exactly a cover, but I'm going to send you this over Messenger real quick, just a a little goofy thing I found, and see what you think about this version of the song. (laughs) It's, I left my body 40% faster. See if you like it any better now. Waiting endlessly on the receptionist at the desk. I'm searching high and low 
it, it makes me kind of feel like one of her older songs. So do you, you like it better then? Is that what that is that what you mean? Yeah, I like it a little better, even though it's sped up. You know, it doesn't really sound that kind of out of tune as they usually do when songs are sped up. Yeah, they've clearly got some sort of, uh, they've got the software to be able to do it without making the vocals all chipmunk chipmunky yeah yeah i think it sounds pretty cool i mean it's almost like uh really turns into like a power pop song i mean it's kind of a a slow groove as it is now i mean it's a rocker for sure but it's uh you know middle to yeah slower tempo uh it's not a ballad or anything but there are parts it does feel like i don't know if plotting is the right adjective but just like the like something about a faster just sounds uh i don't know it is it was pretty appealing to me when i first heard that i'm like what is this so (laughs) so did you have you seen any of the music videos for this song i have and i really don't understand like for from what i saw i saw the winner which of the contest, which yeah. is the official music video. I, I, I liked how the idea where the kids, like, they're getting out of their bodies, like, becoming an adult, like, having a totally different persona. Yeah. But, and how the bully knocked it out, like, brought the kid back to reality. And when all the other kids around him starting to stick up, the bully saw all those adults looking to gang up on that one bully. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty wild. <laughs> it is. It's it's a very well done video, but then I was I was looking at the other ones, I'm like, man, it's a it's a video contest, but I'm just wondering, like, I feel bad for the people that don't win because even those videos they're so good and they've obviously spent so much time and probably yeah. probably a fair amount of money, uh, and then they don't win. And <laughs> <laughs> and they and then they might be giants get a free music video. I mean, they get like a f- yeah. free like twenty music videos, and they're all like pretty good. <laughs> There's this cartoon one. I don't know. Did you watch any of the other ones, or just that official one? Uh, just the official one. Yeah, there, there's some other decent ones on there. Um, let's see who is the winner. We should probably give that person credit there. Let's see. David Kreutzer was the director yes. of the winning one. Um, one of the other ones I was a fan of was this uh, uh, Sasha Luffel. And this one, it basically has this guy who's kind of like living in an alternate reality or something where yes. his wife is, or his partner is like talking to him, but he's like seeing other things and other people. And he's like, I mean, there's one scene where he is like going after this person or what is he reaching for? I don't know. He ends up falling into a lake or something because yeah. because what he's he's seeing is not a lake in front of him. He's reaching for something and then it, but in real life he falls into a lake. I'm like, man, this is pretty. Uh, I mean, it's it's right up. They might be Giants Alley in that it's 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 kind of comical in the way the things that happen to him. But it, but really, if you think about it, like if someone was really seeing these things that weren't actually happening, that's pretty depressing. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's this cool animated one that's just like line drawings, just white with black ink, and it's by yes, that was one of the Victor Fit- yeah Victor Fitzsimmons, and that one's really cool. I just like the style of that one a lot. 
So, yeah, those three in particular stuck out to me. I think uh, the the videos all lend kind of a different um, spin on the, the words. Like when you're thinking about yeah. what to make of these lyrics the a video can influence what you think about the lyrics and when there's like 10 videos to watch like each one can make you think like oh well maybe it's it's about this like and some of them are more literal and some of them are just more goofy yeah um the, the, what do you that, that was one one of the things that stick about, out about the song like even though i'm not that big a fan of it like i still see that like vivid interpretation yeah, well, of, yeah, then, what do you yeah, so what do you make of it? Is, is are you taking it more literally or what do you what do you think? Uh definitely more literally like I see a old man that decided to use his uh, straight razor. Oh shit. One one morning and what I got from that uh pull up the lyrics real quick. I had um here we go. Well, the first lyrics are ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Ah, 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 ah. knife and the bat repellent soap. Mm. And what I, what I see is that he took out a straight razor. You know how they fold down. Yeah, and right. Like it, it was like a once in like a couple of years I was like, hey, I'm going to use this to shave my beard this morning. Uh-huh. And he says... I left my body, and right away I knew I made a mistake. Ah, so got the jugular there. Yes, <laughs> rot row. Yeah, it also talks about cleaning out the carpet. Uh, you know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blood all over the carpet. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, this song is so dark. Yeah, I was just listening to it a lot, and you know, and I feel like I know pretty much all the words but once you like see him written on the page yeah. you're like holy shit yeah and so he's an old guy he's using an electric blanket and only old people use electric yeah. blankets and he's got a plastic hip uh, yeah <laughs> uh and a tungsten ring so he may have been married at some point right maybe living alone right now yeah and what really gets me is that i left a notebook with all my good ideas keywords encoded cryptographically Mm-hmm. Like maybe he was some kind of like conspiracy theorist, yeah, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want people stealing his uh, stealing his ideas. ideas. Yeah, <laughs> and so then I feel like this guy ends up in purgatory or something because he's waiting on a receptionist at the desk and he's looking around, he's searching high and low and yeah. he doesn't see anyone. There's no one there. So yeah. it's like, he's waiting like in the lobby of wherever, you know, heaven or whatever. And there's nobody there. So he's just kind of like yeah. stuck here. There's no one there to help him. So <laughs> and he can't move on. Yeah. Yeah. That's another, that's a whole other depressing yeah. level. Not only has he <laughs> just accidentally killed himself while shaving, yeah. um, but now he's stuck in purgatory. There's no one there to help him. <laughs> there's such a, there's such a happy band. It's just real. I just, man, I'm just like feeling so good right now. Really just makes me so happy. I I don't know what I don't know. I feel like everyone who's a big fan of They Might Be Giants has to be a fan of like dark 
comedy in a way. I feel I feel like I, I bring up dark comedy a lot because I feel like they're a band that you know when you read when you read a line like my plastic hip is going to be worth something. Yes. Like that's there's the comedic tinge to that. Like this guy's died and he's like, well, hopefully you know my relatives can you know sell that hip back to the, the hospital yeah. or whatever and make some money. That's such a, a weird thing to say. So it's a dark song, but there's stuff, yeah, like bat repellent soap. Like yeah. what? Uh, so they're they're dark, but there is that that smart comedy to it as well so i feel like most fans have to be you have to be ready for a song about people dying because i mean it's it, it's not their yeah. first it's dark but it still has uh high energy yeah yeah in the musical style especially 40 percent faster <laughs> <laughs> now uh on i was looking at tmv wiki and one thing is that Linnell sometimes sings dr bronner so Instead of so, huh. and Doctor Burner was basically a mad scientist uh, back in the forties. Oh, nice! And the soap he invented like a soap for like treatments of all ailments. Huh? And medicinal soap, and they're still being made today. What? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, what? What's the? Wait, hold on. What's this guy's name again? Doctor Bronner. Bronner. Yeah. Oh yeah, Doctor Bronner's. Yeah, who is this guy? Emmanuel Bronner. Huh. He used product labels to promote his moral and religious ideas. Nineteen oh eight to nineteen ninety seven. Huh. Belief in the goodness and unity of humanity. Huh. Heilbronn family of soap makers. Interesting. Man, that's crazy. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) man. It's very interesting. Huh. Have you tried this soap? Does it work? I don't know. I just learned of it today, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh wow man so he sings that live sometimes how come that didn't make it into the lyrics i wonder it's interesting that a song that's so new he's already adjusting the lyrics yeah because lots of times with the old songs you'll see him fucking around with the lyrics because they're like to keep themselves interested <laughs> the last concert i went to Right before the presidential, Bernie Sanders references, like one yeah. or two of the songs. Sure. <laughs> and I was like on their older stuff, and the crowds just went wild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like when I saw him, I saw him last spring. Yeah, on the I Like Fun tour in Indianapolis, and. They they didn't go on and on about Trump, but they made some little references, and especially when they did. Um, they did Tippecanoe and Tyler too. I don't know if that was just for us Hoosiers because I mean, I live in Tippecanoe County. Um, <laughs> Indianapolis is not in Tippecanoe County, but he's you know William, William Henry Harrison is the only president from Indiana. Um, the Lincoln did live here for a time, but 
uh, and then they did Polk and said like, oh, this this song's also about an asshole or something like that. And so they're like, <laughs> they they only write songs about the bad presidents. I mean, they have an album called Lincoln, but they haven't written any songs about yes. him. I mean, there's you know everyone knows stuff about Lincoln. But I know almost yeah. as much about Polk as I do Lincoln because of the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you looked at any of the interpretations, other people's interpretations on the wiki? Yes, I have. And some of them, it's an expired. One interesting is that an expired scientist is experiencing with death. Yeah. And that was the cause of his death. Uh, Someone actually agreed with me on it's being an old man experience post death. Yeah. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. Here, yeah. Here it is. His body is placed into a casket or toad because they think the man is dead or abandoned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That 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 lyric is funny too. Yeah. They they're gonna tow you if they think you're abandoned. So what does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? You gotta act like you're not abandoned. That. <laughs> How, yeah, what is his body still twitching or something? Like, there's still maybe this guy's a vegetable. Maybe, maybe yeah. he's um, on life support and so he's stuck. He's got, he's at the receptionist. There's no one there. He's not really dead yet. They can't admit him into heaven. He's just yet. stuck in his mind, not realizing if he's dead or not. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's, that's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let the man die. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, because, yeah, you you could still make a mess on your carpet (laughs) and not completely die. (laughs) And then you're stuck at the hospital forever (laughs) with tubes in you. Oh, yeah, and then there's other people just talking about it being sleeping and dreaming, which you could make a a case for that, too. But, yeah, I think that you brought up the the thing about the carpet kind (laughs) of, yeah, sorry, I left such a stain there. I mean, mean, maybe it's about dreams and and you, you... wet the bed and it got on the carpet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's gotta be about death. Right. I mean, I left my body. I mean, I mean, you could have made a song like this about an out of, out of body experience. Have you ever had one of those? Like what you, where you feel yes. like you're like above your body or whatever. I haven't. I, yeah, I, I have, I feel like it's been a long time. It's a really bizarre, really bizarre feeling where you're like looking at yourself doing something, um, and like, it's one of those weird things that I don't think doctors could even explain. Like the, the brain is just such a weird, complicated organ. <laughs> like yeah. why the hell does that happen? I mean, you could write a pretty trippy song about that. Um, and the first verse, it seems like that could apply. Um, like you're somewhere else, you're looking down at your body, but they're like, Oh, they're, yeah. they're going to take you away. If they think you're not in your body, they're going to tell you, um, but yeah, then the 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 I left my body with the old landlady. <laughs> so you're you're yeah. dead in your apartment and you're somewhere else. Yeah. That's that's clearly, yeah. And uh, what is it? I, but I don't know if she read the directions. Yeah, <laughs> it could could be he didn't find the like the will basically saying his last one testament. Yeah, or he so it, it might like it might be disposed of. The way uh, other than what he wished for, right? Cremated and whatnot, or he killed himself and he, and the suicide note. He he he's worried he didn't leave the suicide note into in an obvious enough place. Yeah, <laughs> this is a real happy episode. Yeah, I'm having fun. 
do uh, let's. Uh, I found a a nice live version on Conan. They always go on Conan. Conan and them are good friends. They've been on Conan a bajillion times. His various shows. Check out a little bit of that. Check out a little bit of that. If if nothing else, if nothing else for Linnell's haircut. I don't know what's going on with his hair there, but he tried a new haircut and and uh, and must have promptly gotten rid of it because I don't remember his hair looking like that when I saw him. I mean, I saw them like a month after that. He was like, I, I'm growing this shit back out. <laughs> Please welcome our really good friends. They might be giants. <laughs> Right off the bat, before the lights even come all the way on, they do like a big, big harmony on the Oz between at least three of them are singing. Yeah. Now, I know you mentioned this before, is that when they gave quotes for interviews about interpretations, that you should really take it for a grain of salt. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I think this one is kind because of, I thought of my interpretation before I read this quote. And it says, this movie with David Nixon where he dies in a plane crash and goes on this enormous, bureaucratic, Hoffa-esque heaven where people are going up and down escalators. Uh-huh. Huh. And it was interesting that he said that he consciously, consciously with the song, he sort of ripped off those Iggy Pop albums uh-huh. that David Bowie produced. Yeah. And I can see that in the way he's dressed and how his his haircut kind of given that late Davy Bowie look. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it's, he's nodding towards that. I guess it's just so weird because it's not like Linnell's had the exact same haircut for forever. But I, I mean, his hair like got a little longer on the Apollo eighteen era. But it's always been just kind of like a little longer on top, and it's, it's wavy. Um, but th- this is like when I when I fired this up, just I don't remember seeing it at the time, but just looking for, you know, researching for this episode, and I was like, oh my god, what is? Oh no, grow your uh, grow your regular <laughs> hair, come back. No, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I'm gonna send you. So if we get into the cover section, I have one that's kind of a. I, I called it a kind of cover. Now, there's this guy, uh, his YouTube channel is Sub Kilohertz Oscillations, and he uploads himself playing bass to pretty much every They Might Be Giant song ever. Yes. Uh, so you've seen this guy? And, yeah, I've heard about it. Yes. And so he calls them bass covers. Now, I, it's not a cover because he's just playing along with it. But this one here that he's done, <clears throat> uh, They Might Be Giants did a trio performance for uh, a Rolling Stone thing, they did this song, and it's just the Johns and Marty. 
So there's no Dan Miller, there's no Danny Weinkoff. Yeah. So there is no bass in this version. So he went ahead and played the bass into this version. So to me, he's not playing over Danny's bass. He's actually playing b- bass a bass part that's not there. So I'm going to call this one a yeah. cover. So it, check that out. He does a good job with it. That's a good bass player. Yeah. I mean, I just wish uh, that he would put up some versions of him, like, just playing bass and singing along. Even just, like, you know, any any person that, you know, learns some guitar chords can go ahead and do a cover. You just sing, yeah. sing along to yourself playing the guitar. That's a cover. I mean, if you've got the original pumping in the background, not so much. But if you go, you got to go out on your own. And even if he just sang over or had like a little drum machine going or whatever and then played the bass part, then like I want to hear him do that. Like he, he'll have like links to the isolate, like he has separate videos of just the isolated yeah. bass. But if you're just playing what Danny plays um, over top of the original, but th- this, like I said, is cool because there's no bass in it. So he put the bass in it. So I like that. He's a great bassist for sure. Sub kilohertz oscillations. I'm not sure what this guy's real name is. I don't know. Do you know do you know what his name is? No, I do not. So what I'm gonna call the only true cover is by someone who's also signed up for episodes but hasn't done one yet. It's actually I came across <laughs> this. It's one of um a podcast fan and even a Patreon subscriber. Her name is Carrie Hearn. And Carrie Hearn is a very talented musician. She's, uh, what is she going to school for? She's like deep, deep into, uh, um, I should look through the Twitter. Um, She, I think her dissertation, I think she passed her dissertation defense. So like she's, she's like getting her PhD and stuff. Yeah. So, but check this out. There's a cool acoustic cover. And she sings in like, she gets up like soprano range stuff and has some nice vibrato. She has a good voice.
Yeah, if you look through Carrie's channel, she has, I believe, violin is her primary instrument. Uh, and she picked up guitar not that yeah. long ago, if I'm if I'm recalling correctly, like just a few years ago. Um, and most of her covers on her or her videos are they might be giant songs. She has one where she's playing a uh, she does some keyboard and does a Mrs. Bluebeard cover on a Casio keyboard. I haven't checked that one out yet. Um, and by the time you get this, if you listen to... Yeah, you would have listened to that by the time you get this episode. The MIDI yeah. version, the string quartet arrangement, that was her. Okay. Yeah, so she wrote that. So she's a musician, schooled musician. Uh, yeah, so what would you think of that? So Cat Cat2520, Cat2520 is her YouTube channel. What do you think of her cover? It, it was pretty good. Uh, there was a time when I quit hitting those notes. Yeah, get some. Course, get that some, was a long time ago. Get some falsetto <laughs> going. Yeah, yeah. I remember didn't like since we at some point since we had met, you picked up the guitar, right? Um, like I feel like you were asking me about guitars to buy. Like, yeah. had you just picked up the guitar when, like a few years ago? Then, right? I picked up the guitar around summer two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And. Are you playing much? Like I'm not. I, I am. Uh, it's a lot of chords. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really in your style yet, but oh yeah, picking yeah, bashing it out is is that's the fun stuff. <laughs> I yeah, I'm still I still consider myself a drummer faking it at guitar, and so I just play it very <laughs> very hard and loud. That's uh, that's my style. <laughs> so that was uh yeah carries was the only cover i found i'm i'm, I'm surprised because i mean i've recorded a couple episodes for stuff off of the albums that came out last december the uh my murdered remains and the escape team i've done a few episodes and those i couldn't find any covers for yeah. um but this i mean it's been out over a year now i was expecting to find at least a couple but uh that was it i mean i searched Bandcamp and soundcloud too and nada so I don't know. That's it for the cover section. Uh, do you do you have anything else to say about I left my body before we score this thing? No, I think I'm good. Why are you so mean to this song? Now, <laughs> now I I do I do like it that I have I have done some episodes where people are like, yeah, I don't know, it's like a seven. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> But you know, you could pick you you could think, you know, pick a song for multiple reasons. It doesn't have to be cuz it's your favorite song. I mean, this isn't my favorite song on I Like Fun. I do enjoy it, but uh well, let's get down to it on a scale of 1 to 10. Where would you uh how would you score this song? I I've been thinking about this and it mainly has to do with the opening, but if the opening was cut out and started with I the lyrics i left my body uh-huh. it just wouldn't feel right i would give it a solid five and a half oh wow <laughs> five and it, a half it hard it feels like an average song <laughs> to me man clearly they didn't think so with the with the lead off single for this album yeah i you know looking at i like fun i'm trying to think you know with the 15 songs on there I mean, songs that I like more than that, I mean, yeah, I don't know if, like, if I ranked the songs on I Like Fun, if that would, 
that wouldn't even be in the top five, that's for sure. Um, I, I, I mean, it's a good rocker. It really, it really pounds pounds away at you. I think a, a little tempo shift might have been in order there, but um, yeah. I do. I really like the melody and Marty's nice floor tom beat, just like it's real good thumping along, motoring along. And I think the videos added a lot to it too. They made me appreciate the song even more. Um, but yeah, not not my favorite song on the album. I think I'm gonna go. Uh, let's see. I think I'm going to go 7. Solid just a straight up 7. Yeah, let's go 7 for sure. Looking at stuff I've been keeping track of all my scores. I think 7's a good spot for it. Yeah. So, uh, uh p- plug section. You have anything to plug? Is there anything you want people to go to go find you on the social media or check out anything about uh mr ian here um i keep my social media locked down to pretty much yeah. close friends and family so everybody stay away yes <laughs> don't even try i know you want to get at him and 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 i you know i left my body was your favorite song and you just want to let him have it but too bad you're gonna have to stew on that you can send me <laughs> send send your <laughs> hatred for Ian to me at this might be a pod at gmail.com. <laughs> I'll I'll filter through it. And uh yeah. No. Send them along to me, <laughs> then I'll probably record a bonus episode going through them. <laughs> that, like William Shatner does. That, <laughs> does he have a podcast? Of course he does. Uh I don't know, but I remember clips of him like reading like mean tweets. Oh yeah, yeah. like how all those famous people do—they read mean tweets and comment about them. It is funny. Yeah, I don't. I've never gotten anything mean about my guests. That that wouldn't that wouldn't happen. I mean, people are—they might be Giants fans. Tend to be very nice too. I haven't met really any mean. They might be Giants fans who are. I mean, we're not really like a meathead band or like a real. They're not an aggro band that gets people all fired up and 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 saying mean things to each other. You know, we're we're, we're all a family and we have our differing yeah. differing opi- opinions. But when there's eight hundred whatever songs, you know, it's like oh, you don't like that one too much. Okay, well there's 799 other songs you can go listen to (laughs) (laughs) i do think you should give i like fun as an album though some more time because it's uh it's it's a really good one i mean i think as far as as this decade goes i mean i guess for yeah the i don't know we call it 2010s or whatever this one's pretty high up i mean they've released a lot of albums in this decade and i think this one's pretty high up there So uh, I guess we will leave it at that. And so I'm so glad we were able to make this happen. Thanks for for, uh, coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. I look forward to the next one when we get a chance. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I'll actually have a – give you a live – cover for Lucky Ball Chain when that comes up. Oh, that'll be nice. That'll be nice. Oh yeah, so I guess uh, I guess that's the end, and uh, we'll see uh, see you next time, Ian. Thanks. You're welcome. Please join us on Twitter at this might be a pod, Facebook.com/slash this might be a podcast. Email me this might be a pod at Gmail, and you can leave voicemails at two two four eight zero one two nine three zero. Uh, If you really like what you're hearing and you want to support the pod, please visit us at patreon.com slash this might be a podcast. 
to uh, donate and get some exclusive content and some merch. Thanks again for listening, everybody. So I took